Welcome back to the Vol State Chat here on WVCPFM. I'm your host, Eric Melcher. We're joined now by Rebecca Frank, the director of the Vol State Thig Pen Library. And uh, Becky, a big part of what you do is providing students with the uh, materials and advice for doing research. Um, but that's really an idea that can apply to all of us uh, who use the internet. Um, first of all, let's talk about what kind of research materials you offer at the library for students. We have quite a few different things. The biggest things for research specifically are our databases, which are you know compilations of journals and articles and newspaper articles, all sorts of things. And then we have the print journals themselves. So if you're looking for you know Journal of the American Chemical Society or we have uh, issues of Catster and Dogster for the vet tech students, we've got all those print resources in the library as well. And that's one of the first things we teach students here is that not all uh, sources are alike. Um, you know, I think most classes we forbid students to use Wikipedia as a, a first source, although it's a wonderful place to be able to get uh, a feel for other sources that you can go out and reach out to. But um, we're really looking for legitimate sources. And now this is going to, of course, I think uh, some people will tie this into politics and everything else that goes on in our world. We're not really concerned at all about the political bent and everything. We just want to make sure that it is a respected journal that is uh, peer-reviewed. Uh, tell me a little bit of how you make sure that they're legitimate resources. Sure. Most of the resources that we purchase in the library are reviewed by the experts in those fields. So, you know, when we're talking about Journal of the American Chemical Society, that is a publication that is put out by chemists and, you know, other scientists who are pros in the field. So when, you know, they're talking about different studies or things like that, they're able to review that research and say, yes, this absolutely is true applicable. So, you know, that same experiment, the same results are going to be conducted, you know, a hundred times and a hundred times you're going to get the same results. So you're looking for those credible, um, respectable authorities. And that's then we go and find those resources that they're putting out. And that's what we're subscribing to. Yeah, because it's not just Joe's chemistry blog where some guy at home, which is a fine thing to do. But that's not necessarily a source that we would want to trust because um, these other sources have been reviewed by other people in the field so that there is some, plus they have a reputation to uphold. So yes. if they put something bad out, um, they're going to be correcting it. And yes. Bad stuff does get out there. I mean, that's not to say that, um, but uh, it's important to be able to consider those um, things when you're looking at where you're getting information. Um mm -hmm. So the students are basically getting hit with this wash of information on the internet. Um, and so it's uh, kind of tough to be able to figure out uh, the difference between the two. But as we say, it has really has nothing to do with the uh, viewpoint. It really is. Um, some of these journals are, are, are openly more uh, uh, right-leaning or left-leaning, mm -hmm. um, but they mm -hmm. still are peer-reviewed and still good uh, sources. Exactly. It doesn't matter the, the bias one way or the other, as long as it still fits all the other factors. You know, it's still factual. It's still relevant. It's still being put out by authoritative people who know what they're talking about. So one way or the other, as long as you're finding resources that are relevant, then you should be set to go. You should be good. Yeah, because I think everyone agrees there's bias everywhere. Yes. I mean, it's impossible not to have bias in any human conversation. And in most publications these days, I think it's fairly obvious. Um, I think when you read the Wall Street Journal or the New York Times, you know those publications have a specific reputation for being factual, but also they have an overall political leaning. Mm -hmm. But it's not a problem because it is uh, someplace that we consider to be reputable. Now, they do yes. get into trouble. Both the Wall Street Journal and the New York Times have been <laughs> yes. in plenty of trouble. But because they have a reputation, they actively try to fix those things. And if there Absolutely. is something that's uh, that's not factual, they try to uh, support it. So uh, what kind of advice do you give to people when they're out looking at the Internet um, now, especially when they're getting stuff in their social media feeds. What advice do you have for people to be able to check, see if a source is legitimate or not? 
We like to tell people to check everything for the crap test. That's C-R-A-A-P, the crap test. Okay. So is it current? Um, is it relevant? Is it what you're looking for? Is it authoritative? Who is putting out that information? Do they have credentials? Like you said, any Joe can write anything out that he wants, but is it somebody who is respected in the field? Is it accurate? Um, are they giving you real statistics? Is it truthful? Where is that information coming from? Is it supported by the evidence? And then finally, what's the purpose of it? If they're trying to sell you something, mm-hmm. they're going to slant it very heavily one way or another. So you want to make sure that it's um, lining up. So if it passes the crap test, then you should be pretty good to go. You should All right, be able give to it to me again. C R A A P. And what does that stand for? Current, relevant, authoritative, accurate, and purpose. Yeah. And the misinformation is out there and everything. I, I think we've all had it in our feeds, um, you know, and quite often uh, a friend will put something up and say, hey, did you know this or yes. this? And then other friends will get up there. No, no, that's been yes. shown. And mm-hmm. you know, they'll put up a source that will say that's just not true. And it's um, it's critical that we all do that for each other because, quite frankly, we've all gotten stuff. We said, oh, my gosh, look at this. And yes. you throw it up in your Facebook feed yes. and you're not thinking my, about it. My favorite example is, you know, they'll post pictures about, you know, the coming winter storm. We're supposed to be getting six to eight inches. But if you actually follow that back to where it came from, you know, that was from three years ago. So, oh, you know, okay. <laughs> follow that information, figure out where it's coming from. Is yeah. it relevant? You know, all, all of that stuff. Yeah, and it's important, especially when we head into election cycles, as mm. we know, we'll all be getting hit up with all sorts of stuff. But um, so now our journal databases are only open to all state students, uh, faculty and staff. But we do have some open research options uh, on the library website, correct? Mm-hmm. Yes, there are some free databases that, you know, we've we've culminated those for you. We've put them through the crap test. So um, you can find those in that information and take a look. And that's open to anybody, whether you're a student here at Ball State or you're a community member or you found our site from, I don't know, Alabama or Alaska. It's open to you still. Yeah, a lot of people look to EDU sites for be able yes. to get uh, uh, informational sources and access to databases, which uh, which is a wonderful way to be able to research. And that's all available on our website at volstate.edu slash library. Um, you can also go to volstate.edu and put library in the search box and find it uh, there as well. Well, Becky, thank you for joining us. Thanks for having me. We appreciate it. And that's it for this edition of the Vol State Chat. Reminder that today's show is going to be available Available to download as a podcast on Apple, Spotify, and Amazon. Just search for the Vol State Chat. You can always reach us at pr at volstate.edu. That's pr at volstate.edu. I'm Eric Melcher. Thanks for joining us. Have a great afternoon and stay tuned for more great music here on WVCPFM.